<laughs> no, no, we should do our warm up, vocal warm up. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> well, hello, Christine. Hello, Russell. How are you today? I am good. I am good. good. What's going on? What, did, what, uh, what have you been up to? Well, um, on Friday, I had a gum graft. And. That doesn't sound very pleasant at all. No, so I uh, I have a new appreciation for periodontists. <laughs> I'm no longer over brushing in my life, talking about my teeth. <laughs> I have an electric toothbrush that I got married to about a year and a half ago. And I've been waiting for this procedure for a year, so on Friday I got... Part of my gum grafted out of the roof of my mouth and then placed on the side where I had a receding gum. And the dentist was very nice, or whatever he is, and his assistant. Oh my gosh. I do have a bit of a sore, swollen cheek. You can see it, yeah. But it's painful, so... You have stitches in the whole day. I have stitches, and I'm eating a lot of soft foods, and I have... My speech is a little bit funny. Um... But yeah, Fabulous. don't overbrush. Yeah, I, did. I had no idea people could overbrush. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and receding gum lines. Yeah, but so is that is that like part and parcel? Like, do they go together? Yeah, and I just I actually embraced a cool toothbrush for a while. It was like this environmental toothbrush, but I think it like was responsible for ripping off oh, wow. a good chunk of my gum. See, I just use the ones that my dentist give me or my hygienist. Sorry. Uh, when I got my teeth cleaned, mm-hmm. and those work fine. They were good, but just when you're brushing, be gentle. <laughs> and if Which there's... Is, I'm actually going a little harder now. Yeah, you like, need to be careful because oh, wow. after one visit, I feel qualified to almost be a periodontist, <laughs> and you got to take it easy. Uh, duly noted. Yeah. And floss. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I, I'm up in the flossing because it's so embarrassing when you go get your teeth cleaned, and... They're back there and they're like, oh, did you have popcorn? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. But it wasn't like the night before. It was like two nights before, which was really gross. Like, can you imagine? No, not to get gross. But yeah, can you imagine the smell? Oh. Like when you're cleaning some of the... F- I know. Mind. Yeah. Have you ever had a root canal? Um, I think so, but I think I blocked it out too. So Yeah. No, it's good to block those things out. I have to say, I, like, I was super impressed, but it is quite sore. Yeah. But I'll make it if anyone's <laughs> concerned. And that's about it. Um, nice. I've had a bit of family time. And, right. Um, it's been a crazy fall. Crazy, crazy fall, crazy yep. Crazy year. Yep. Uh, my dad actually passed away, so... I'm so sorry to hear about that. Yeah, no, and that was like um, a, a big kind of learning piece for me, too. Like, people are amazing, and yeah. people are amazing in times of grief. And for sure. And we gave him a good send off. So that's awesome. Yeah, so good. I was following your Instagram and yeah. your, your stories and just like all of the pictures of your family and the yeah. events that you guys are doing and your mother, who's like amazing. Yeah, and she's coming up here next week. Oh, yay. And, um, yeah, and my dad was a big LGBTQ supporter. Yeah. Um, he actually started a group in his church. Uh, with oh my, my mom. Gosh. No way. And so actually during a service, they mentioned Soji and that um, the United Church is an affirming church. And my dad was a big part of that. So wow. it was kind of sweet. Yeah. and Amazing, amazing, amazing life and amazing um, memorial to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. It was really nice. So it's good to be back, back on yes. a routine. Yes. What's new with you? It's new with me. Um, just lots of work. Um, trying to explore more baking opportunities kind of loving the fall flavors and all that stuff so he just made a bunch of cupcakes too yeah um that was pretty exciting just embracing the um the process falling in love with the process again because Mm -hmm. you get to a certain point and you're like well f i'm so tired of this you know it feels kind of like all for naught or whatever but um i don't know that can make it sound like it's ego driven but it's, um, yeah, I, I just like baking. I still want to go to baking school. Yes, you have to go to baking school. Yeah, yeah, so. That's your goal. I, and you're following, like, a lot of people on 
on like YouTube, like for baking yes. too, right? Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, so YouTube is my my um, um, after dinner kind of enjoyment. Just watching YouTube baking tutorials, um, ice cream, uh, learning how to make chocolate, which is a huge thing. So and you made um, for all those people who have been going to Eddie's News. Shout out to Eddie's News. <laughs> Uh, the Dole Whip. Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was amazing. That was so good. Was it hard to make? No, um, Christine messaged me and said, you have to try this. You have to try to find a recipe to make it yourself. So I um, I uh, Pinterested it, and there were so many different options, but uh, one of them called for uh, pineapple juice concentrate. So, you know, like those juice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things. Uh, no one in Prince Rupert has that. So I had to take frozen pineapple pieces with some pineapple juice, but I had some mango juice in there too. So I threw it in my Vitamix and just kind of made like a slurry, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So that was like my concentrate. And then I just added some, oh my God, what was that? Half and half cream, um, some sugar. And yeah, I went through my ice cream maker and so good. Yeah, no, I've been to Eddie's News twice for Dole Whip. <laughs> it's amazing. And then you see like this little lineup of of Dole Whip fans as they're pulling <laughs> up to Eddie's. And um, the the first time we went, it was just at the end of the Dole Whip. Um, rush. Rush or whatever. So we just got like the last two cups. Oh my gosh. But this time I timed it right and... <laughs> We got really big cups of Dole Whip, and it's just so good. Yeah, it's so yeah. good. Okay. No so shout out to Eddie's News for doing that for keeping all the Prince Super people happy. Yeah, and actually, I might even see if they still have it because I could go for one right now. <laughs> I can't believe they're still open. Like I, I thought they were only open during the summer. I think they opened. Yeah, I think they're doing some random. Oh, okay. Ice cream moments. I don't know. We should like, explore this pop up ice cream shop, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Kind of interesting. So yeah, uh, keeping busy, both of us, and mm-hmm. looking forward to the jump into after, um, I guess, Halloween, because Thanksgiving just passed. Mm-hmm. So, yep. oh, and the other thing, um, election time. It is election day tomorrow. Oh my gosh. Thank you for the reminder. <laughs> yeah, I got my card over there. My I've little... got my card too. Everybody vote. Yes. Get out there and vote. Hope this probably won't mean anything if we post it after, <laughs> but yeah. You know, um, voting is an incredible um, opportunity for you to kind of, like, get out there. Voice your opinion. So get your people out there and vote. Regardless of your stance on politics or whatever, it's just just something you have to do. Totally. I agree. So that should be interesting tomorrow to see that kind of unfold. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. So do you have any quending, Ms. Danroff? You know, I don't have any quending. Um, I feel like my public service announcement today was about keeping (laughs) your gums healthy and not to overbrush, but I'm excited about your quending. (laughs) That doesn't mean I haven't been following quending. I just... Well, it's a lot to to try and... uh, Mine is... um, Today is October 20th. Oh, that's weird. Oh. Sorry, my what watch is, is just my watch is Your watch is yeah. telling you something. What day is it? It is yeah, October twentieth. So it's October twentieth, which is the twenty seventh anniversary of the release of Madonna's erotica album. Oh, I know what I was gonna say. I'm gonna add to your quending because erotica <laughs> was big. Yes. Go. So it's a huge deal. It's one of her underrated albums. I think it's a lot of her fans kind of gravitate towards that. So. um... I just, over, um, after breakfast, I kind of had it on my Apple TV, Apple Music, while I puttered around and cleaned a bit. So it was a good, nice jaunt down memory lane. I was 18 when it came out. Oh, yeah. No, I remember. Yeah. Remember the book? Like, everyone wanted the book. Yes, yes. Do you ever, you got the book really fast because you were on it. Yeah, I was in Vancouver, I think, when it came out. So I actually went to, like, one of the releases of it, Mm -hmm. which was amazing and and it was so like it was so dirty yeah you know like you don't want to say it was dirty but it was like edgy and yeah out there and there was so much hype and everyone wanted the book and then when I got the book 
it was just kind of, oh, okay. You know, I'm embarrassed to say this. I don't actually know where that book ended up. Oh, no. Like, but that book was just such a big deal. I, I yeah. remember having it and looking at the pictures. But then when I was done, I was like, okay. <laughs> you know? You had, you had the book. You had your moment. Um, for me, though, it, it was like being like an 18-year-old, you know, burgeoning gay man. Oh, yeah. Which no, was like huge. pictures of like, you know men kind of frolicking together and like why you never see that especially in the small town like Prince Super. well and the word erotica was out yeah. there yeah so it's yeah. you know it's thank very thank you Madonna yes thank you oh a lot to Madonna that's definitely one of the um, better collections of music I think that she has in my humble opinion so you know I was thinking about her the other day still my favorite video is Express Yourself yes absolutely I think it's a suit yeah. Just the whole pushing the gender look. norms yes. back then. Yeah, and, yeah. and so the look and the dancing. Feminine in one frame. And yeah, and then like she's totally yeah. and then just like totally in control and just the, the lyrics itself. Just like ah. Yeah. Yeah. No. I, I I still have that the Ultimix. If you ever look for a remix of Express Yourself, look for the Ultimix. It's like twelve minutes long, but honestly it's like one of the things I have to listen to if not daily, then, you know, as much as I can, just to hype myself up. Oh, yeah. No, she's... So good. Still good in the clubs, Madonna. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. So, we have a super awesome guest coming up. We do. Can and you talk about our guest? I can. His name is Jared. Jared? So, just Jared? Just Jared. I actually <laughs> didn't talk to Jared if I could use his last name, but... Okay. Um, he's, uh, doing some eco tours and he has some exciting, uh, career stuff to talk about. Right on. So I'll save that for when we start. I, uh, I think I know him through other people, so, but mm-hmm. I, I know I've seen him around and stuff. So yeah. this is kind of exciting to have, you yeah. know, someone just kind of pop in and say, Hey, what's up? Yeah. And he went to the masquerade last night. He's got super good energy. Nice. Um, I've got a bunch of questions to ask him, so I'm excited. Sweet. So Jared will be coming up in a minute, but um, until then, do you have anything else you'd like to talk about? Um, well, we applied to go to a summit. Yes. In yes. Toronto. There is a transgender summit happening in Toronto. It was actually supposed to be happening this fall. Right, got postponed. We, yeah, we found out... That they were looking for applications to go this summit. Right. So we applied. And I hope we get to go now that it's postponed until yeah, the spring. a little more planning. But Rainbow Nation on the road. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, Can yes. Can you imagine? <laughs> so I'm excited about that. Yeah, for I sure. that would be super fun. So this is our second episode of the second season, correct? Mm-hmm. Like after yep. two. Ivan Coyote. Two. Yes. Yep. Two, two, which is pretty exciting. Oh, yeah, I'm super exciting. Or, edit that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you're super exciting. I'm very exciting, everyone. Um, Yeah, we have some good guests coming up. And I like the pace that we're going at this year. It's it's a little bit more relaxing. I feel like we're becoming more professional. We're easing into into this whole process, which is always exciting. So. Yeah, and that's all I have. Awesome, right on. So um, we will follow up with Mr. Jared um, in a in minute. In a few minutes. Yeah. And thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Yay. Brush your teeth, but be good to your gums. <laughs> Don't brush them so harshly. <laughs> <laughs> and floss. Uh, oh, I didn't hear it count down. No, I know. It doesn't do that anymore. Welcome to Rainbow Nation. Hello, welcome back again. Um, it's um, been a minute since Christine and I talked. Yes. Technically yesterday, but... It's a minute. It's a minute. So we have Jared with us today, and I actually don't know how to properly pronounce your last name. Right. Paulinelli. Oh, I do say it right. See, I have a friend who's Nathie Paganelli, but it's spelled the same. Like, is it just... Different pronunciation. So yeah. she is my cousin, so same last name, okay. but she is amazing. Yeah, we went to high school with yeah. Nathalie. Shout out to Nathalie. Hi, Nathalie. Yeah. She's, she's listening. Like, yeah, just one of my cool people to emulate mm. from high she's school. She's the best. Mm. 
So, we're very excited to have you with us tonight. Yay! And we're going to be talking about skina kayaking, tours. I've got lots of questions. <laughs> but first, you want to talk about the Queer yeah, Film we, Festival? Yeah, we totally forgot yesterday when we did our um, quending that the Smithers Pride um, group... Smithers, Smithers Pride. I think it's Smithers Pride. Yeah, just Smithers Pride. Uh, they're actually holding a Smithers Queer Film Night, which is really freaking exciting. That is on November... I'm going to take my glasses off because I can't read. No, Saturday, November 9th from 6 to 10 p.m. at the Adela Herman Theatre. I'm just reading it from Facebook, by the way. I've um, been to that theatre. Have you? Um, it sounds pretty amazing. And I mean, it's a queer film fest in the It's Northwest. super exciting for the North. Yeah. And what film? Do they, do um, they mention it? They do have... Let's see. These films have all been played this year at Vancouver Queer Film Festival with The Tea being a fan favorite. Um, we have a total of five films to be played, four short films, shorts, and one feature film. Oh, exciting. Films are rated 14A. Uh, you will not see these films anywhere else. Um, tickets are $17, $12 for youth under 18. So you can check them out at smitherspride.yapcity.com. Again, I'm just reading it from Facebook, so if I push it, Smithers that, though, and, we, and it was posted on Pierre Pride too, right? Yes, correct. Yeah, they did awesome. send us like um, all the information, but it was so lazy, and I'm really sorry about taking forever for that. But it's po- it's um, yeah happening. So no, it's how awesome. Is on. And Smithers is always a fun little getaway. So. It's like a little <laughs> mini Whistler, I mm-hmm. think. In the winter. Have you ever been, like, did you go to the Smithers Pride that was up there, either of you? No, no. not this year. No. no. But we're rooting for Smithers. Yeah, and I mean, how exciting. I, I, and, you know, I, I, don't take this the wrong way, but it's like, first of all, it's Smithers. So it's so central and so kind of out of the way and to have, and this sounds horrible, but I mean, it's amazing that something like this is happening mm-hmm. in the Northwest. And yeah. kind of jealous that it's not happening here, but there are obviously more doors than we are. But you know what? Maybe we can do it here, too. Like, I've always wanted to go to a queer film fest. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have. Yeah. I've never been. But um, it would be cool to have one here. Maybe it's something we can do through the Arts Council yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty exciting. Totally forgot that. Yeah. But, um, and did you have something to talk about? Oh, yes. Yeah. So everyone who's listening, the Toques are out. We have beanies and slouchies. You can um, find Roop Hats on Instagram. You can email facemystrengths at gmail.com. Nice. They have been selling really well. Um, super fun, and it's starting to get cold. So you might <laughs> want to keep your head warm with a, a nice a little Roop hug. And then you were talking about something about that. Oh, yeah. So um, the barcode... The funds go towards, like, the money we raise. It goes to the GSA. It also goes to keeping um, the Rainbow Pathway um, painted and up-to-date and just supports uh, initiatives through the Gay-Straight Alliances. But um, I was looking at the new Pride flag and trying to find a way to incorporate that into the barcode, too. So Awesome. And might be a new style... So for the so spring, for, for the those that don't know, that just means like the two extra colors. Yeah, the brown and the black. Right. For the rainbow pride. That's awesome. Flag. Yeah, so for we're just playing around with logos and go doing Rupats. our thing. So if you want a toque, um, definitely check out Instagram. Facemysrings at gmail dot com. There you go. There you go. So Let's Jared, represent. that's right. You got to represent. You got to get those roof hats out there. Yes. So what's new, Jared? You had a busy summer? It was a very busy summer. So we have officially closed up shop uh, with Skeena Kayaking for the year. Uh, but no, a very successful summer. Uh, tourism is still booming. So we love to see that and continuing to grow. So it's a very, very busy summer. So what is your season for Skeena Kayaking? With Skeena Kayaking officially, so we'll set up out at Koi Bay. We are open usually from uh, May Long weekend through to the end or middle of October. Mm-hmm. This wow. year we opened in March. Really? Oh, so it was a really, quite a long season. Was, mm-hmm. that, was that by like demand? Yes. Oh. So we had so many rental requests. I know for ourselves, we also work very closely with the cruise line. So usually cruise line will be end of May uh, here through 
uh, beginning of October, but this year it was a very, very busy one. So we opened early. We had a quick little closure due to the snow, but we were <laughs> open right away. That was the big deal with snowing <laughs> kayaking. That's actually Crazy. really interesting. Mm -hmm. um, I've been lucky enough to go out kayaking with your dad a mm -hmm. few times with the schools, um, with Port Edward and down in Cloya Bay, and it's been super fun. But how does a person book your the kayaking or the or the tours that you do on Butsy? So everything is either on Facebook or by phone. So my okay. father is the holder of the phone. Nice. He will try and text. I recommend to actually speak to him in person. <laughs> uh, so 250-624-1921. And everything is by request. So if we are officially closed for the season, we will still most likely make it happen. Oh, weather exciting. dependent. So. Oh, I see. Cool. Exactly. And like with Kaloya, you are so sheltered. It's great for beginners. Mm -hmm. But yeah. um, we do a lot around the island and even uh, coming down the Skeena. So really? Wow. That's always a lot of fun. I had to sit out on both of this year's trips, unfortunately, uh, and definitely not recommended for somebody just starting out, but yeah, it yeah. is an amazing paddle, and as long as you get your tides right, the Skeena River is fully affected by the tide, so... Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know you went out on the Skeena. Mm -hmm. No kidding. And I should think that, because it's Skeena kayak. <laughs> <laughs> but that's... That's yeah. Wow, yeah. That sounds very intimidating, though. Mm -hmm. It is just quite a long day and you have to be very careful. The Skeena is moving really quickly right. and just mm -hmm. the cross currents throughout. Sure. Um, but no, so much fun. You get to really see a side of the Skeena that you don't see from the mm -hmm. highway. Yeah, so I bet. It's amazing. Uh, last year we went out and I got within about five meters of a very large moose uh, that was actually in the Skeena. Oh my God. Uh, I've seen that before <laughs> driving. I've seen a, a moose swimming just chilling. Like, mm -hmm. through part of the Skeena and stuff, so that's super mm -hmm. cool. Wow. And just uh, so much to see. Uh, you have like Port Essington across the Skeena that uh -huh. you can still access certain port no, no way. parts of. And uh, just it can be a really fun day, but a long day. You're usually on, on the river for eight to nine hours. So oh, wow. wow. Quite and how many people can you bring out with you? Like this on a trip like that? Usually we'll want to stay under the 20 mark, but we'll usually... Just stop. to keep an eye on people. Exactly. And yeah. you always want to have a buddy paddling yeah, with yeah. you. And everyone stays together as a group for the most part, but you definitely have uh, some paddlers that are really trying to push further ahead, but mm -hmm. you go as fast as your slowest paddler. And, yeah. Um, that was I find that stressful. Yeah. Like, do you ever, like, I would want to hook everybody up and be like, okay, <laughs> stick together. Especially people when you don't really know. I, to be honest, uh, last year, the year before, it was my first <laughs> time kayaking. And mm -hmm. that was with Skeena Kayaking for a staff thing. Mm -hmm. And um, not going to lie, it was not my favorite. Because mm -hmm. it was, like, raining. Had no idea what I was doing. You know what I mean? And just, yeah. But, Are you nervous on the water? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Absolutely. So that had a lot to do with it. And plus, there was no really direction from my staff members. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> so that could have had a big play in it. But it mm -hmm. sounds amazing, like, if you... Because I always see, like, people on Instagram, people on mm -hmm. Facebook, going, like, went out, you know, kayaking. That looks amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not afraid to be on the water, but... I've had a few interesting experiences kayaking over the years, like just getting into the wrong current, mm -hmm. and then you're like, oh, this is not good. But right. I really like the Cloya Bay area. Yeah. Like, it, it's safe mm -hmm. and... Sure. Mm -hmm. And it, you're always quite close to shore, which is nice. Um, for a lot of beginners, I know being nervous can really make for a horrible day. Uh, mm -hmm. Because yeah. you're, <laughs> you're a lot tighter in the boat yeah, than yeah. you should yeah. be. Um, but no, it is... It, a lot of fun. I know for myself, I've gotten myself, we did a three-week uh, paddle in Haida Gwaii. Oh, wow. Three weeks was a very long time to be outside for. Mm -hmm. And it was a, a full, like, zero-trace camping trip. So we would move all of our equipment ourselves, uh, which makes for some very heavy boats. And that June was a very wet June. Oh. Yeah. So yeah. that was... The things that we got to see were amazing. 
three weeks outside was a long time. Yeah. That is a long time. the only time that I was ever like, okay. Are you now, Are you normally a big camper or no. are you an outdoor person? Uh, I love to be outdoors for the day. Um, <laughs> the camping side, it can be a lot of fun, but yeah, no, I would definitely prefer to glamp yeah. if I have to do anything. And uh, when you're moving your camp yourself. Yeah. You're not glamping. No doubt. And I yeah. would say 50%. You're sweating. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Again, yeah, you're uncomfortable too. Like, if the weather's great, mm-hmm. you're good, but it's kind of like some Survivor of the Northwest, right? Exactly. Like, right. or North Coast. And, sure. Um, what about like the Butsy tours? Like, I mm. see you sometimes when I'm walking Butsy and you've got your group of tourists. Yeah, and... right. So, uh, whenever you're walking by, always say hello. Nice mm-hmm. to see kind of see so many locals out using the trail yeah. uh, we will always go out with uh, virtually every cruise ship coming into Prince Rupert so that is also through skiing and kayaking and yeah we'll get out there with a group I think our largest we hit was about 32 this season oh, wow. that was a lot to be mm-hmm. all in one group but usually we try to keep it around 15 and just get out and uh, let everyone off the cruise ship stretch their legs okay. enjoy kind of the beauty that we have to offer uh, but we'll usually only go to the viewpoint and back. So I was wondering uh, about that. Yeah, like, yeah. do you do the full... That is a long walk yeah. mm-hmm. for 30 people who have no idea what where they are. Exactly. And we will have people come in heels. We'll have people... Oh, my gosh. Really? <laughs> I had uh, one lady who had just had her hip replaced. Oh, and my gosh. And gone uh, on her great Alaskan cruise. Uh, that was a very long, long day. <laughs> yeah. Right. But, oh, my gosh. Um, How do you... Okay. Sounds silly. Um... So do you, do they uh, phone or message or whatever beforehand, or do you just go down there and just kind of like hold a sign up and say, you know, tours, hiking tours? For the most part, everything is already arranged right on board. Oh, I see. Okay. So uh, we are... That's helpful. Kind of right, right on board. So yeah. uh, they will do all their booking there, and I always will try and take as many reps out uh, with the cruise lines, right. so that they know what they're selling. Because yes, you need to come prepared, and right. we mm-hmm. are rain or shine. This right. year we were blessed. I think I only had one day that was it wet. Was really wet. Wow. Uh, and for the most part, people coming out are really excited to be in the area, and mm-hmm. we are a rainforest, so we, yeah. we needed the rain this year. So sure. that was kind of nice to see, but. Uh, overall, it was a very, very dry season, so. Yeah. Do you ever get, like, weird tourist questions? Like, do you, do you have, like, tourists asking, like, interesting things? Like, what, what do they ask? Like, I'm curious. Dependent in the season, you have some very well-traveled, uh, people, and you also have some tourists coming in who, this is their first time to the area, uh, a lot of people, their first time to Canada, and you have some that don't even realize that they are in Canada, so it's quite um, like a challenge. Quite challenging, and especially sure. depending on which cruise line they're with, you'll basically go to sleep in Ketchikan, you'll wake up in Prince Rupert, and you will still believe that you're in Alaskan port. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I know that's always a laugh, but not too many this year that didn't realize that they oh, were in good. Canada. Yeah. So you don't get, like, the worst thing I've ever heard from, you know, um, like I worked in retail in, like, you know, uh, Zellers. And the things... Shout out to Zellers. Yeah, I still say Zellers sometimes. Zellers. (laughs) R.I.P. Zellers. Yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah, actually, I think the the last store closed in Ontario or something, like, Mm. just recently. But, okay, so, um, like, the cashiers are, you know, they're like, wow, I can't believe that person just asked that. Asking about, like, um, why there's so many Mexicans around in the area. Oh, like, not realizing yeah, the, that the, it's, it's an indigenous, indigenous population. population. And, you know, I mean, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you answer stuff like that? Like, do you have that kind of extreme where you have people mm-hmm. are, like... I find, for the most part, I've been in hospitality for... Well over 15 years now. Oh, wow. And... You just gonna roll with it. Exactly. I I know for myself I have always been one you can't take offense to anything. Sure. For mm-hmm. me. Yeah. So I have been asked quite a few very outlandish questions. Sure. Yeah. I always you, I laugh. Yeah, yeah. Like Which it. is all you can do. Right? Exactly. And yeah. we're here to educate as much on the area and that's one thing that I love, especially about the Butsy Trail, because you're talking the entire time with the kayaking, you're really going out and it's not as one-on-one whereas when you're actually out there hiking 
you really get to educate on the yeah. area and that can be really neat yeah. to see. And I always want kind of my top two things when people are leaving skiing and kayaking, you've had fun and you've learned something. Yeah. Right. So, no, and yeah. I think that's, that's a great way to look at it too, mm-hmm. especially with Betsy because years ago I did the, um, plant course. Like I can't think of the name, but it was like a, a botany course through, but like using Butsy where we had to find plants and mm-hmm. indigenous plants and talk about them in the trees and, and all that stuff. And even now I still walk through the trail and I'm like, Oh, there's bog cranberry, and <laughs> Labrador tea. And you know, like it's, it's neat, right? And we probably get some really interesting mm-hmm. people too. Exactly. Who know their stuff. Right. And it can be so fun because like with our forest, no matter when you're going out, there's something new and something mm-hmm. different that you're not seeing a lot. So every year I'm learning something while we're out there. Like we have evergreen violets here. I had no idea. And they'll usually <laughs> only like, they'll wow. flower for two weeks and then disappear. So wow. that nice. was something that was really neat to kind of learn this year. But uh, I've gotten much better at my trees. My fungus, not so much. So. Yeah, there's, there's pretty good choices of fungus out there, like, you know, in September and stuff. But, mm. yeah, it's it's interesting. Have you yeah. ever run into any danger? Bears? Wolves? Nothing, really. So, whenever we're out there, again, you have to be very cautious with kind of wolves in the area. Mm-hmm. Um, like, time of day. Exactly. Yeah. For us, quite often, again, going out in a group of mm-hmm. t- up to 20... You're not going to see anything. You're not going to see anything. And if something gets close enough, they're going to stay clearer. Uh, I've had a few really good scares with people walking dogs on Betsy. And I've had a few really good shrieks where you've had a dog pop out of the bush beside someone. Yeah. And they were not expecting (laughs) them. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, this year um, I had some friends run into wolves. And then I've seen a wolf out there. Um... But it really is random, like, mm-hmm. and I bring my dogs out there a lot, and mm-hmm. but they're on leash and stuff, but yeah, yeah mm-hmm. just, it's it's exciting, it's still nature. Yeah, mm-hmm. depending on the time of year, because I mean, now deers are like freaking crazy aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, deer do not like shih tzus, like I, I took out my <laughs> shih tzu the other day, and I don't know what it is with my Shih Tzu. Maybe she looks at them the wrong way, but they like want to trample her. Like wow. they start to puff oh and and kind of charge you a bit, but they don't do that with my Labradoodle. Right. But even coming here tonight, I had to like wait for a deer. Yeah, there's there's a deer like eating something out there in the parking <laughs> lot, and I'm like only in Prince Rupert <laughs> where you're pulling in, and I'm like I'll yeah. wait for you to finish your food, <laughs> and so I can park. I've been walking, like, my dog, and, like, within the area here, and, uh, one, we scare each other, you know, the deer and my dog and I, and I'm like, oh, you know, like, trying to make conversation with the deer, like, oh, hello, you're like, a moron, but then they turn and start, like, walking really fast towards me, and I'm, like, freaking out, grabbing my dog, and just, like, saying, get, get, which like, yeah, yeah, exactly, and yeah. then my dog is just, like, so mellow and quiet, and just, like, kind of, like, looking, like, not barking or anything, so... It's kind of a fun challenge. Mm. This time. Deer aware. Deer aware. Be yeah. deer aware. <laughs> so, silly. the other hat that you wear too is working at Ashley Furniture. Yes. And you know a lot about mattresses, mm-hmm. beds, furniture. Come down and see us. We, yeah. Um, <laughs> it is, it's a lot of fun, uh, especially with. Prince Rupert growing the way that we are growing mm-hmm. as of right now. So many new faces. Uh, it's really quite neat uh, to see. So yes, when I am not on the water and not on the trail, I am in the store. Oh nice. Yeah. Well, you've definitely helped me pick out a mattress. Um, what are some of the sleep issues that you see with, with people like coming in? Like, What are the common complaints about mattresses? People who are buying a mattress because of what they've heard and not for what the mattress is actually made out of. So for every different type of sleeper, you have a different mattress. So that is always important to actually virtually get fitted for a mattress. I know that it can be really annoying when you walk into a store and you have a salesperson coming up and approaching you right away. For the most part, we are there to help. 
Uh, and you're you very just have helpful. to thank you. <laughs> uh, you just have to really find the right person for you and somebody that you're comfortable with because right. you are going to be testing out different mattresses. You're laying there. Plus, it's a commitment. Exactly, and it can be quite intimidating when you walk in. Yeah. And there are thirty mattresses to choose yeah, from. Yeah, yeah. Like exactly. I know. Quite often, everyone really wants the memory foam. There are so many good things. Well, about and the there's such a, a rage about that right now mm-hmm. too, right? Like the Casper mattress and the Envy sure. mattress, mm-hmm. and and you know your mattress comes to your door and you pop it open and Ooh, ah, poof, you have mm-hmm. a yeah. exploding mattress. But um, I know we've talked about this when I was looking for a mattress too. There's drawback to that, mm-hmm. you know, to getting a mattress delivered to your door and and it not maybe understanding what kind of sleeper you are and they're quite smelly Mm -hmm. like (laughs) no like they have like a really strong odor from the memory foam i'm Mm -hmm. guessing or the and and like the off gassing when you're actually opening them up you have to be so careful because uh depending on where you're actually buying your mattress from a lot of mattresses currently are coming out of california california you actually have to have uh specific fire retardants put Um. into the mattress and that's quite often one of the smells that you're going to get coming off the mattress. That can be quite harmful for an area that we sure. are not too concerned about fires. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So it's, you definitely want to be educated on where the mattress is coming from. Uh, and I know here we're very lucky because we can pull both from Vancouver as well as Edmonton. So uh, Sealy is one of the best uh, that we'll kind of produce in Edmonton. Uh, but we... We love it, and it's always fun. And again, you need to find that perfect mattress for you. Totally. Definitely not one size fits all. So is there like, okay, this is, I have dumb guy questions. Is there like a questionnaire you can fill out or something, or is it just like a lot of one-on-one questions? A lot of one-on-one questions. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and there are just certain cues that you have to pick up on. Uh, so for many that lay down onto a mattress, again, it's uncomfortable laying down in front of a stranger. <laughs> yeah. um, I've done it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've taken my shoes off and I've laid down at Ashley Furniture. <laughs> I get to do the little bed hop. Yeah, you got to hop around on your bed. And... You also have to think about, too, like, the way I sleep has changed, mm-hmm. like, which sounds really weird, but I used to be a stomach sleeper, yeah. and then I broke my collarbone years ago, and then I became, like, a back sleeper, and now I'm a side sleeper. <laughs> it's super weird. Yeah. And kind of, I'm always watching, if you get onto a bed and you cross your legs, that will quite often mean that you have a lower back problem. So what? it's really You're quite... Not- just right. Jared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, That's awesome. And like, there's so many fun things out there. Like, you have your adjustable bases. Yeah. I, at 32 years old, am on an adjustable base. I sleep at zero gravity, so that you, it alleviates sleep apnea. It alleviates. What? Alleviate. You haven't told me about this zero know, base. Right? What is this? <laughs> like you move like a little motor? Exactly. So you actually have a remote that will virtually sit you up to a certain degree and then bring your feet up as well. Oh so, my god! Like a hospital bed. Exactly. Yeah. In wow. king size. Or you can also do a split if you're worried about your partner. Uh, they're a lot of fun. And again, not just for old people anymore. The better sleep, like what reading all of the studies coming out about how important sleep is, mm-hmm. that is really, if you're going to invest in anything in your home, make it your mattress. Well, that's yeah. my ruling. It's mm-hmm. half your life in bed. Mm-hmm. Wow. So you might as well make it good. <laughs> exactly. That should be Seely's like, tagline, right? you know? <laughs> Have your life in bed, mm-hmm. make it good. Or if you're going to die in bed, make sure it's good. <laughs> yeah. Like mm. No, um, I had another question about sleeping. Oh, and that changes too, like mm-hmm. how much you sleep. Like, Russell, you are, like, you get up really early. Mm-hmm. And now with me, I am wide awake at mm-hmm. like 10, 11 p.m., but right. then I'm super tired in the morning. So, mm-hmm. I wonder if a zero gravity base would help me with that. <laughs> Definitely. Uh, I know for myself, I am usually very early to bed and very early to rise. Yes. You can tell, uh, I know going on vacation, I have spoiled myself now at home, and I wake up nowhere near as refreshed <laughs> when I'm staying in quite a few different hotels. Um, but yes, it does make a huge difference. I know when I'm at home, I'll usually sleep for about seven hours. 
and B yeah, quite yeah. Wow. wide awake. Seven hours, that must be... Right. Oh my god. <laughs> Four or five hours is like, you know, my norm, um, which is horrible. Yeah. Do you sleep on your back or your you know, side? Well, I, I, I want you to think a about... A restless this. sleeper. So oh. it's either one side or the other. Plus I have this guy who's like, you know, up to mm-hmm. whatever, waking me up to while he's trying to readjust himself. So, Madal. Um, yeah. Cooper, that's yeah. you. It's <laughs> looking very relaxed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so usually a side, I guess. So I would say, especially with like the lifestyle adjustable days, that, so I am constantly adjusting. So whether it's like I'm hot, yeah. if I am sore, if yeah. I, I cannot sleep, and then you're just Lots constantly yeah. moving. Uh, once you actually go into like the zero gravity, it's designed to not allow you to move. Oh my god. That being said, I have woken up straight down the middle and somehow virtually hot dogged myself in the middle of the mattress, which uh, has happened time to time, but uh, the lifestyle there just, yeah, designed to kind of hold you like you're in a car seat. And just cradle you exactly. while you sleep. Or like Oprah. Mm-hmm. She has like a carved tub because mm-hmm. she loves to take a bath, so she like got a tub carved for her body. Wow. That's how That's I That's ridiculous. Now. Yeah, but if you were super famous, would you not do it? I would. I guess, yeah. Although I don't like bathing on the I shower first. My son is a big bather. Mm. He's like in the bath all the time. Wow. He would get the carved tub. Mm. I would get the carved bed. Mm-hmm. But when I'm in a hotel, I have this weird thing where I'm alone, so I sleep diagonally. Mm-hmm. Like, it just happens. Like, I start on one side, and then I'm like, oh, I've got the little bed. So I just <laughs> lounge out. It's exciting when you talk about sleep sometimes, isn't it? It is. I'm super excited. <laughs> For me, it's, um, you, sometimes I, like, lay in one position and don't move, mm-hmm. and then I wake up and I realize the blankets haven't moved, just like, like a coffin. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know how normally you're, like, stretched out or whatever, and you're, like, Yeah, and you're just, like, I slept hard. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's just, like, um, Have you ever gone to, like, sleep school? <laughs> I have. So I have done virtually a one week with uh, Simmons. I've done one week with Seely, and then uh, did a little temper add-on. Um and that's where I learned a lot about selecting mattresses. So that's why I'm always pestering you with questions when you're first. No, I think it's in. good. I think it's really good. <clears throat> and it's fun because a lot of people don't even realize half the time. So I know for myself, I'm what I have always been an all over sleeper. But that's one thing, and especially like sleep apnea. Sleep apnea can be super. Yeah. scary um, and not all that comfortable sleeping with a mask on your face yeah. no or the like the mm-hmm. huge machine that's like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so if you can kind of get rid of that with just a base totally worthwhile so okay. I know when I went through uh, I got to sleep on uh, quite a few different mattresses uh, I know for myself temper I am not a memory foam sleeper so the temper I actually found uh, they're amazing they're designed to really keep you still while you're sleeping and keep you in one position. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, especially when you're not on a lifestyle base, I was waking up constantly because I was constantly being pulled uh, back into that first position. Okay, and like it's sucking you in. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. It's so that, remembering you. Exactly. Oh, that would be annoying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, no, I want to sleep this way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yes, I like a memory foam pillow. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I... I, I could see that being an issue. And then Crazy. after you do, like, a sleep clinic or sleep mm-hmm. school, do you get up in the morning and, like, like tell someone Dictator. how you slept? So, basically, they will try. Uh, the one school I went to, they actually put you on something different every night. And then you would just make notes. And virtually at the end is when you found out what you were on each night. So oh. you didn't know leading up to it. Wow. Um, <laughs> however, the good old Stearns and Foster... I knew that one when I woke up because yeah. that is one of the best sleeps. Um, it's Cadillac of, mm-hmm. of beds. What's it called? The Stearns and Foster. Oh, okay. We should go mm-hmm. to the furniture store and hop on beds. It's super <laughs> fun. It is so well, fun. see, okay, that's the thing too because I think a lot of people have like, I don't know if it's intimidation or mm-hmm. just kind of silliness where you feel kind of like, 
I feel silly going to a store talking about a mattress no, or a bed. I will go with you. Yeah, because I don't want to go in there and be like, yeah, so, you know, I'm a side sleeper. Or, like, that would never come out of my mouth if I talked to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So having you there to kind of, like, coax questions or answers or, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? I think it's mm-hmm. a, a valid uh, thing. So, but yeah, you and I definitely have to do that. No, we'll do it. Okay. And we are definitely here to help. And that's kind of number one. It, you need to try them. As Christine knows, you are mm-hmm. constantly trying different ones. And coming back multiple times is always good because if you try too many in too short of a span, it can get really confusing. Yeah. And you can't really remember what you were on. Right. It's like, well, it was comfortable. Mm-hmm. And you feel better. Like when you really think about it, you, you so spend a lot I, of time I take sleeping. it you like have a new bed then, Christine. I have a new bed coming. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but what led me to mattress shopping is I've had a really sore back, oh. and so. Oh. I've had to figure that out because I'm addressing the back thing. And also our mattress just died. Oh, wow. It just collapsed. Like, it was just old and... I'm, like, the worst person for beds because I inherited, like, a family member's bed for, like, so many years, which is really kind of gross, come to think of it. (laughs) But, and then uh, a friend of mine's family was just like, well, we have this bed here. Do you just want it? I'm like, wow, it's never been used. Sure. So... Which, which is my current bed, but now I'm like, the, the thing, listening to everything here, I'm like, huh, interesting. I think it's time to grow up and... We're going to go bed hopping. <laughs> find the mattress. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. So, yes. So, anything new coming up with skiing and kayaking for the upcoming <sighs> well, tourist year or yeah. tourism season? I think I looking at our numbers with cruise lines, it's looking like it's going to be another... Busy, busy year ahead, uh, and we're actually starting to do multi-day trips with skiing and kayaking. So that uh, we are currently trying to map out a few different uh, areas to go into. No trace if you want to, or you can have uh, a guide actually come and move your equipment as you go. So really? yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. So we're still kind of in the discovery phase as of right now, and just really trying to decide what would be the optimal time out. Uh, but yeah, so that will be coming here in spring 2020. It's a, okay, so do you guys just do kayaking or do you do stand-up paddleboarding or...? We actually do both. Uh, so mm-hmm. definitely kayaking is number one for us. Uh, none of our guides uh, as of yet are in love with paddleboarding. Okay. I really enjoy going out. Yeah. Uh, however, I am definitely not... An avid paddle boarder yet yeah. I do not like to be in the water so that yeah you kind of have to commit to if you're right. stand-up paddle boarding mm-hmm. you are gonna go water. in at some yeah. point mm-hmm. although I've seen like there's some people like local people who I've seen from like uh, having lunch at breakers seeing someone like go mm-hmm. yeah just bomb straight out over <laughs> to mm-hmm. the other side of you know the, the ocean thing there mm-hmm. or whatever and I'm like holy crap yeah that is some I like it, but you you have to be really confident, I Mm. think, out there. Yeah. And I know this summer I actually went paddleboarding in uh, Kelowna. At that point, I was fine to go in the water. Here, I was definitely slightly more scared, uh, which makes it a lot harder. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But it's a lot of fun. And uh, so, yes, we do have a couple for available for rent. Uh, I know more often than not, we have a lot of kind of young families going out and just playing with them, uh, Mm -hmm. staying quite close to shore. Yeah. You should totally do that too. (laughs) (laughs) We'll just do it. Yeah. (laughs) Bed hopping, stand up paddleboard. Yeah. So you've been in tourism, uh, sorry, hospitality. Have you uh, worked anywhere else other than Prince Rupert? Have you, are you like an avid traveler or? Quite an avid traveler. Uh, so for myself, I was born and raised. At 18, my bags were packed. Uh, moved to Sydney, Australia. Oh my gosh. When I came back kicking and screaming, I could no longer extend my visa. Uh, I moved to Victoria, went to university in Victoria. Uh, started working with Fairmont Hotels and Resorts. So oh, I actually did the hop from oh the Empress 
to the Pacific Rim in Vancouver, Vancouver to the Banff Springs, and then the Banff Springs is where I started doing a lot more travel from. So right on. Uh, a lot of time in Toronto, New York, LA. I uh, got to visit Dubai, uh, opened a property in Africa, so it was really that's wow, fun. phenomenal. Mm-hmm. So where do you see yourself going next? Undecided after seeing as much of the world as I got to, I wanted to call Prince Rupert home again. Oh, I see. So that has been really, really enjoyable being back. However, trying to decide where to go next. So there are quite a few places out there, but I've become quite a lazy traveler. (laughs) You're not lazy. I think you just, like, I I think there comes a point where you're just kind of like, I'm content to be at home. Yeah. I've gone. Yeah. to all these places and like it doesn't mean that you're not going to travel mm. anymore well, like there's so many different things going on in the world that kind of prevent people from going yeah I want to go there and you know put my life in danger mm-hmm. or like you know stuff like that mm. yeah that yeah, just pop up or yeah. whatever but wow that's amazing yeah so I'd like be like hardcore old school <laughs> Europe Mm. I want to do Europe mm-hmm. I want to go backpack around Europe and <gasps> And do that. What was um, Dubai like? Dubai was amazing. Um, For me, I spent time in both Dubai and Abu Dhabi. Mm -hmm. Abu Dhabi was much more of my happy place. You kind of knew what to expect going into Abu Dhabi, whereas Dubai, there are a lot of rules, Mm -hmm. but not at the same time. So, uh, whereas Abu Dhabi was much more black and white. This is allowed and this is not, uh, whereas Dubai was very much kind of the Las Vegas of the Middle East. Okay. So, what like very very opulent money can buy you anything. Um, Crazy. But I know for myself, just you're going into the country. Your passports are usually taken uh, by your employers, so that going in. Yeah, there's a weird, yeah, a weird passport um, thing there. Like, even when we lived in Iran, um, there were certain times where we had to give up our passport, like, mm. to get services. Or, wow. You know, and then some when we had to leave Iran, some people didn't have their passports because they surrendered them and never got them back. Or mm. just different, yeah. totally different. Right. Okay. And it's, I know, uh, when I was speaking to the GM, because I, I made it known that I was not okay kind of surrendering my passport <laughs> uh, and pretty much the way it was explained is if something happens and we need to get you to the airport and you cannot get home to pack a bag we can meet you at the airport with your passport oh so especially going in as a gay male mm-hmm. that it can be a re- very yeah. real issue yeah um, right, uh, so that somewhat made it, it feel better but <laughs> Yeah. A little reassurance. Yes, exactly. Crazy. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm glad you've come back home and... Mm -hmm. Yeah, no kidding. And you have your expertise and knowledge. um, Okay, sorry. Um, Sorry to cut you off. No. Do you, like... (laughs) Do you document all of this? Like, do you have, like, a a blog or just, like, something personal or photography or... Mainly photography. Yeah. Uh, The one thing I know, at one point, I was traveling so much, I would see my kind of apartment maybe two nights out of every month. Wow. And everything would blur together. I know coming through airports, you would be sitting there kind of trying to look at your day planner and, yes, I am that. Yeah. (laughs) I like everything written down. And you didn't know what time zone you were in. You, I know at one point I didn't even realize which country I was in. Uh, So it can definitely be a lot. So that's where just taking pictures. So when you go through my home... I am a huge fan of pictures. So. <laughs> so you must be like a phenomenal packer. Mm-hmm. Like I am one of the worst packers you would oh, really? ever meet. <laughs> really? Um, I want everything with me. That's me. So <laughs> yeah. I got to a point that I could travel very, very well, but I basically always had a, pa- a suitcase that was packed. So you just have to basically change out your suits, get your clean socks and underwear, and yeah, you're yeah. good to go. Um, but toiletries are my biggest downfall. And yeah. that is yeah. where... Where it has to be. Yeah. Certain, certain I'm trying things. to be a better packer, but then I 
I'm so jealous of the ones who can just walk on with like a. Oh, like the tiniest yeah. suitcase ever. And... Oh, just going away for a week. Like, yeah. Where? And then there's me. I'm like, I'm just going away for yeah. three days. <laughs> it's like a huge, over huge, like oversized luggage. Overweight. Yeah. I used to say the the excuse was my hair and like I needed mm. all these hair products, but I'm getting better with that. Yeah. yeah, no, I uh, went to California for a one-week work vacation followed by a two-week personal vacation. I went with two full-size suitcases, two carry-ons, and then I broke my leg while I was there. <gasps> wow. And that is when I realized, okay, you need to stop packing like this. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. That's mm. ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a lesson that you need in life, though, is, mm-hmm. like, how to pack like properly. Yeah. And they should, like, teach us in school. Mm-hmm. How to yeah. budget. How to apply for credit. Mm-hmm. How to pack. <laughs> yeah. Pack and, for travel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Let's go there we go. redo mm-hmm. it. Let's all do together. it. Let's do it. So we um, kind of know people you know mm-hmm. that we had on the podcast as well mm-hmm. that you're kind of pals with, mm-hmm. uh, Angelo and Kyle. Yes. Yes. So because I only know this because I put together like from their Instagram photos, I'm like, I think I know who that is. So mm-hmm. you, like you guys travel together we some have. as well, right? Yes. So the summer we got away a couple times, went and saw RuPaul in Vancouver. Or That's I guess, ridiculous. Yeah, yes, that was okay, work the up. world. Yeah. No. Uh, got went and did a wine tasting tour. Yeah, I think that's where I saw the like the amazing you know mm-hmm. space you were staying in. Or oh whatever, yes. But that's wow. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Peachland Airbnbs. Peachland is the place to be. <laughs> Peachland? I haven't been to Peachland in a long time, but yeah. Peachland looks pretty nice. It looks kind of like, um, what do you say, like, too hot? Mm-hmm. Is it like too... We went mid-August, which I was worried that it was going to be extremely warm. Yeah. Uh, for our friends in the Okanagan, they actually had a fairly... It wasn't super, like, I was in the Kootenays, Mm. and it wasn't super um, warm. Just, like, Mm. surprising, because it's, like, you know, the drought. Like, here, we we have a drought. Well, Mm -hmm. not so much right now, but earlier in the year, there was, Mm. like, that crazy drought, right? Yeah. And we were high 20s, I think, for most of it, which is not... not No, not not at all for August, so... Yeah. Does it go into, like, Vegas temperatures down there? Like, 30, Uh, 30, 30, 40? Castlegar can get to Mm -hmm. 40... I don't think Kelowna ever gets that Too, high yeah, around. See, I think I made it into the high 30s a few times yeah. visiting, but... But it's hot. Yeah. It's hot. No. And Peachland, we had the breeze the entire time. Nice. So That's awesome. You mm-hmm. should become mayor of Peachland. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I think next year my goal is to hit the masquerade with all of us. Mm-hmm. I'm inviting... <laughs> myself and Russell. Mm-hmm. I think we absolutely should. Mm-hmm. Good, um, huge shout out to Prince Rupert Chamber of Commerce. They put on a great show last oh, night. Good. Yeah, yeah. No, it was a, a lot of fun. Yeah, no, that's just awesome. the costumes looked amazing yeah. and the eyes. Oh, mm-hmm. Yeah, and again, it's like who you go with. Mm-hmm. That that can make it because when I went, it was it was great. It was fun, but not like your picture mm-hmm. from. Yeah, no. the pictures are beautiful. We okay. had a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm into a lot of fun. <laughs> and after party. Into fun yeah. things. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> and the coconut oil recommendation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Christine saved my life. Yeah. The first time ever trying to get cream eyeshadows and mascara and some sort of horrible liquid eyeliner off. Liquid eyeliner is the mm-hmm. tough one. It kind of stays your friend for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Like you yeah. just have like a dark... You around you. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Coconut oil. Sit there and rub down before (laughs) you go in the shower. That's hilarious. You guys are funny. (laughs) So thank you so much for joining us and telling us about skiing and kayaking and how you mattress shopping. Yep. Take care of yourself when you're getting a new mattress. Are you guys are are you guys? Are you going anywhere like Exciting anytime soon? Like just like a little trip or whatever? This summer was a very busy one. Uh, so I'm kind of wanting to stay quite close to yeah. home. Uh, I have some friends in Toronto that are trying to 
pull me out before the new year. And I think I will be going down to Victoria for New Year's Eve. So oh, nice. Spread that on. should be fun, but stay fairly close to home. And yeah. just, yeah. Save money. Yes, exactly. <laughs> hibernation, because it is hibernation weather. Yes. This is so. my favorite time of year. Mm-hmm. It is, yeah. Food, right? Hearty food. My... And just bundling up. Yeah. Why are you the laughing longer at me? hours of sleeping that you can try and partake in. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what that is. So. No, I just said like you know, like you wear your toques, you got your hoodies on. You wear your roof toques. Yeah, there you go. You wear go. your Rainbow Blankets. Nation hoodies. I you spend my life in an arena. Drink out of your Rainbow Nation water carafe thing. There you there. go. Yeah. There you go. So. There you go. Well. <laughs> Awesome. It has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. I'm Yay. so glad you came. And yeah, um, people definitely need to check out skinny kayaking too. Yes. And get mm. out there, paddleboard, mm-hmm. kayak, and go camping. Mm-hmm. Rain or shine. What? It's a chopper mattress. And chopper mattress. Mm. <laughs> awesome. Okay. Thank you. See, it's not that oh, bad. Oh, not so bad. <laughs>